A great opportunity for syndicators and fund sponsors is through self-directed individual retirement accounts. In this video, we're going to go through what those are and why it's a great opportunity. My name is Tilda Moschetti. I'm a syndication attorney with the Moschetti Syndication Law Group. We specialize in Regulation D, Rule 506B and 506C offerings. So what is a self-directed individual retirement account? A self-directed individual retirement account or self-directed IRA is an account much like a traditional IRA. It is same with a, uh, an institution that holds the money and makes decisions and basically protects the investor from touching their money during that period when it needs to be in the account so that they have a tax consequence that's very negative to them. So they protect that. It's in that shield. I think everybody really understands that piece of it. But a self-directed goes one step further. Instead of the administrator making the decisions and acting on trades to buy into a public security or into something that is well known and most of the time still a public security, a self-directed IRA lets the investor make the decision on where exactly that money goes. And that could be into something like a private offering that is being done under Regulation D, Rule 506B and 506C. So they can choose to invest in there. So the setup looks like this. You are the sponsor and your investor is also a beneficiary of the self-directed IRA. Now, the self-directed IRA is run by an administrator, and that administrator's job is to make sure that the rules of the IRS and the states are complied with to make sure that there's no consequences that happen to their beneficiary in the, the, the money hitting their hands or something not proper happening within the IRA rules that would cause a tax consequence. So when that is set up properly, what happens when you put to, uh, this offering in front of your investor? The investor goes and opens up a self-directed IRA account with the administrator. And it's helpful to kind of direct them to a bunch of different places. So typically I will refer to four, three or four different self-directed IRA companies, let them know that they exist, have them choose, you know, what and talk to them and make a decision on if one of these would be a good fit for them. When they do, they've then entered into an agreement where they become that beneficiary of that account and the administrator takes control. They then direct the administrator to invest in your account. At that point, then you provide the private placement memorandum, the operating agreement, not only to the investor but also to the administrator. The administrator reads those documents to make sure that all of the that it is set up in such a way that it protects the investor slash beneficiary from any of those tax consequences, which would be disaster. Assuming that everything is fine, they will then uh, sign the subscription agreement. 
Typically, it is that administrator that signs the subscription agreement, but a lot of times they will also ask the investor slash beneficiary to sign it as well. And that gives, the, that gives the administrator the authority to then send the money and buy the security from you. So that's all done. They've now invested in, the, the, in there. And in your accounts, you have the investor listed not as investor name, but you have the investor listed as, as self-directed IRA name for the benefit of investor name. When it comes time to do taxes, you will be issuing the K-1 to the self-directed IRA with a copy to the investor. So that way the taxes flow, that obligation flows to the administrator to make sure it's dealt with in a way that's proper and conforms to the rules of having an IRA. Then when you're making distributions, you need to make sure along with the, the administrator that all the money that's sent goes to the administrator for the benefit of your investor and never to the investor themselves. If the investor has control of the money, that's when everything goes kaboom. That's when there's major, major consequences, including imputed income or penalties of possibly even their entire uh, IRA world. We want to make sure that the money doesn't go into the hands there, that it stays within the administration of that self-directed IRA. So that's the, the way that, the, that it's all set up. Now, the reason I say that it's a great opportunity for syndicators and for fund sponsors is because now not only do you have a lot more capital to work with, all this capital that's available in these individual retirement accounts, but it's also a great opportunity to talk to investors about the fact that these even exist and that they may have an opportunity to invest in your offering which, would, which may and hopefully will give much better returns than whatever they would choose in a traditional IRA. So I hope that helps uh, open your eyes to the self-directed IRA world. It is a powerful tool that is readily available for syndicators to use and to help their investors make good decisions and possibly make more money and a much more tax-sheltered way. So if I can help you as a syndication attorney with your offering, don't hesitate to give us a call and we can talk through your offering under Regulation D, Rule 506B and 506C.